Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. Today we're going to talk about the Mets, Carlos Correa, and we got some uh, people, uh, listeners, fans of the show that contributed some questions and they want us to talk about some subjects. So we'll get to that at the end, but first let's bring them on. Tom, what's up, buddy. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing with your Astros off season? I'm dying to know we're about to talk about a little bit. I think it's been good. I think it's been good. I I'm looking forward to seeing where Rob's at. So if you guys want to watch me and Tom, on the bourbon and baseball podcast for about an hour and 40 minutes. Be sure to tune into that. I don't know when it's going to come out, but I wish I would have had two cups of coffee because <laughs> I ran out, I ran out and I was, what do you call it? I was rationing it out at the end so I could have something to drink. But uh, anyway, like I told you, I, I usually write really clean notes, but this time I was taking notes and I was going to transfer it over to be nicely written but i'm going with the messy notes and if you're on insta not instagram if you're on youtube hey we got our new youtube thing so now you can go to youtube at i think that's how it works right astros baseball podcast so you can find us now just go look for us we got a name now we didn't get a hundred i don't know how it happened but we got one and if you i'm gonna post this today so y'all can see my sweet pineapple shirt i'm wearing a pineapple <laughs> shirt because i want yuli guriel back do you want him back absolutely he's he's definitely our i wouldn't say like a, a foundational piece because he came in after the fact but i think he's definitely part of the core you know what i mean when you think of the strohs right now obviously you think about tuve you think about bregman you think about lmj i feel like yuli's part of that too oh yeah for sure all right so let's talk about the mets the Mets are spending money, buddy. I mean, the guy's probably the richest guy in the world, right? So he doesn't care, right? Well, he's not the richest guy. I think he's the richest owner. I think uh, there's a guy that owns a company called Tesla. I think he's got all the money, too. All right, so the Mets signed Japanese star. I don't know how to say his name. Do you know how to say his name? Kondi Singa? Kodai Singa. Okay. Oh, that's a, see, my messy notes. Kodai Singa. Five years, $75 million. He's 30 years old. He's never had an ERA over 3.51 in 11 seasons in NPB, which is, I'm, I'm assuming, the Japanese league. Has a fastball over 100, and uh, he's got some kind of ghost pitch that Susie was all crazy about today. What are, you, what are your thoughts about this signing? He's interesting. I mean, it's definitely, it seems like it's a little late in the game for a Japanese pitcher to come over. They normally 
because the way it kind of works is like whatever team this pitcher plays for in Japan, they sort of make money. They they make a posting fee by posting this player so that you know he can come to the states. So the team that gets him pays the team in Japan and the player. So normally you see him come over a little younger. This guy's a little bit more mature. I saw some video. the The stuff is there. It's real. the 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 ghost pitch is it falls off the table. It's like it goes from an eighty uh, three mile an hour. I think it's like a fork ball to a ninety eight mile an hour fastball. So there's definitely some deception there. We'll see what major league hitters think, but you know, so far he looks really good. I think he should be okay at the beginning until people kind of get a scouting report on him. But so the Mets have JV. They just signed Nemo and Singa. Their payrolls now, what I spoke about earlier, 349 million. And they are paying $70 million in tax for going over the threshold. And the and the uh the owner said they're not done. Like, what else are they gonna get? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He doesn't care. <clears throat> you know, when and and credit to Steve Cohen, right? It's easy for an owner to just put that money in his pocket, collect the collect the, the, a check. You know what I mean? Baseball teams, sports franchises in general, they print money. Get your hands on sports franchise. D- depending on how aggressive you want to be, you can turn a profit forever and never have to you know dig into your well. Steve Cohen's like, nah, I'm not doing that. I want to win, and he's willing to pay however much it takes to win. So for that, I give him credit. Now, how he went about it, who he paid, eh, we'll see. Time will tell. The window, I think, for them is really narrow because some of these guys are a little older. You know, JV, Scherzer, you know, they're they're, they're spearheading that rotation. These guys are, you know, 38, 39, 40, that kind of deal. So kind of reminds me of the Marlins of old. They spent all that money and all those players won the World Series and they just disassembled that team as quick as the day after they lifted that trophy. Yeah, and I don't see the Mets doing that because I think the Marlins never had the money. They had the money to do it, but they didn't have the money to sustain it. Steve Cohen clearly has the money to sustain it. It'll be really a question of if they don't get it done, where do they go? Do they do they transfer out of that? Do they go younger? They keep signing veteran guys. We'll see. All right, let's move on to Carlos Correa. We talked about this this morning. The three teams that I'm seeing is San Francisco, the Cubs, and the Twins. Out of those three teams, if he wants to be on a winning team, although he's going to get a contract that's so long, he can actually be part of the rebuilding because they're not going to be bad forever. He's just like the main piece. Which one of those three teams are closer? I think the Twins, because they don't have to be as good as these other teams do have to be to, to win their division and make the playoffs and make a run at the title. Well, I think there's another team, at least I think there's at least two teams that you didn't mention. I think the Atlanta Braves don't have a shortstop and they have a decision to make. Where do they want to spend their money? They could try to sign their own guy back or they could make a move for Carlos Correa. The Atlanta Braves are really close. They paid a bunch of their, their talent to keep him in house 
They were, you know, a team that won the World Series two years ago, beat the Strohs, as we all know. Last year, ran into a buzzsaw that was the Philadelphia Phillies. Or they were potentially going to win the World Series again, or at least uh, show up anyway. So that team is one. The other team that nobody wants to talk about because it's not going to be great is if the New York Yankees fork over the money to bring this man in. I can't see a scenario where they're not at least considering that because in re-signing Aaron Judge, they did not get better. They just maintained status quo. And I would argue they're probably worse off today than they were then because they've, they've seen some guys go out the door. So it'll be interesting. Of the three you mentioned, I honestly feel like whoever pays him the most is who's going to get him. Oh, yeah. He's won his ring. I don't think the twins, he he doesn't have any love for them, like like to give him a hometown discount. If the Cubs offer him 10 years, $330 million, he's signing tomorrow. So you spoke about New York, and that's actually in my notes because they said, uh, what is his name, Cashman? He said that, uh, you know, we we got our boy Judge. I don't think he said our boy. I just made that <laughs> made that up. But they but Buster only said they could be working on something big, and he was saying that could be Carlos Correa. So it's not impossible. Out of all the teams, out of those, if if you add the Yankees to the mix. They're going to pay more than all these guys, but I know that, I mean, the Cubs are rebuilding, but they pay money. San Francisco pays money. New York, I, I say the Twins probably have the least probability of getting Correa back. In the end, it's really, I think it's really going to matter who offers him the, the biggest dollar amount. I don't, I wouldn't take the Twins out of the running just because they can afford to pay him. So the one team in my mind, if I had to knock one off, it feels like it's the Cubs just because they're not that good, yeah. but they're pursuing him. He would look cool in a Cubs uniform. <laughs> I can see it. I would say that too. I would say for me, my opinion from what I've been reading, the leader in the clubhouse is the giants because they're, they, they lost out on a couple of guys. They were really ready to throw some money at. And let's look at some money. Xander Bogarts, when he went to the Padres, 11 years, 11 years, 280. Correa's going to get more than that. Dansby Swanson, he's possibility to go to the Dodgers. That's someone the Dodgers are trying to get. So like you said, bring Atlanta into the talk because if Atlanta wants to replace this guy, they've got one there, I guess. Because when I was reading about Dansby Swanson, it didn't say anything about him going back to the Braves. So maybe that's... Maybe they're kind of like turning into the Astros where they're just trying to re-sign their guys in arbitration by a few years instead of doing these long contracts. The thing about Dansby Swanson is I think they kind of know what they have in him. You know what I mean? I don't feel like they would see that as an upgrade where, you know, Carlos Correa is probably an upgrade. Trey Turner would have been an upgrade. So I think he's the ultimate fallback guy for Atlanta if, in fact, he doesn't sign elsewhere. I feel like they know that they can go to Dansby Swanson and go, hey, we want you to come back. Let's offer you, you know, 260 over 10 or something like that. Get this done. He's definitely due for a payday, and he's a very good player. It's just when you start laying out, you know, the other caliber guys, I think he just comes in just a hair under everybody else. 
The reason I don't think Swanson's going to go back to the Braves is because the uh, the best free agent shortstop out there now, he may have been the best shortstop, even though the other two guys are gone. I mean, we all think Correa is the best. And the the Dodgers, they said, oh, our fans, they won't like it. So we're out. We're not going to get them. Our fans are going to be upset. And to me, that's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous because, you know, Springer, all these guys that they booed, these guys should all be kicked out of the league. These guys should all be suspended for life. They love them now. And I think it'll be very tough transition, but I think Correa could fit in there, but they don't want him. And that's what I'm saying. Dansby Swanson, I didn't know he was this good. 25 homers, 96 RBIs. He had 177 hits. He's 28 years old. I don't know if he can get 11 years. It'd be like in his early 40s, but I see him going to the Dodgers because they don't have a shortstop. They lost Trey Turner. I think he's a Dodger. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think that there's no rush because I don't feel that the Dodgers think they're they're competing or bidding against anybody else. It's not like... It's not like Verlander was where it was like, okay, we need to get this done quick. I think part of what happened in that deal with the Mets is they offered, they knew they weren't going to sit around and wait for him to, to mull on it. Let's get the best possible deal we can get, put it in front of them, get him done. With Dansby, I think they're going to be okay waiting on him. So we'll be interested to see how long that plays out uh, for me. Shortstop's good for the Astros, so I'm not necessarily concerned about where these guys go. Yeah. All right, so let's go to JV. We had a heated discussion (laughs) on the Bourbon and Baseball show, but I have some more knowledge today or later today. All right, so JV got two years, 86.7 million. I'm doing well with this, these messy notes. A $35 million investing option in 2025. Now, here's what I want to say. Things are misleading in the press, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. He didn't say that stuff. It was his brother saying, this is what he said. So it's not even a direct quote. But he said he was blown away by the Mets' commitment to winning. That's what you said. They're spending the money. They're committed to winning. And he was impressed by their approach in the Queens. This is Ben Verlander saying this, what his brother said. I want to win. This is my goal. My goal is to win. That's my number one goal. And that's the problem I have with him. (laughs) The first one, I'll buy that. Buy or sell, I'll buy that. The second one, I want to win. That's the goal. My goal is to win. That's the goal. You left the best team in baseball, dude. If your commitment was to be a winner, to be on the winning team and hoist that trophy at the end of the year, you were already on that team. You had a contract. You could have opted out of it and negotiated and got it, got 43 million a year. But Tom said you wanted that third year. I don't know why the Astros didn't do this. I didn't realize I'm piecing things together and I don't really feel like arguing, but what do you think about this? I mean, Oh no, Shelby says we ha- or Shelby. Susie says we have to argue. We we need to. We need to, we need to argue in here. Look, I'm I'm okay with, you know, people being upset, people being hurt. 
but I just, I see both sides. I really do. I tell, I totally understand Justin Verlander saying I want to win and I want to be paid like the best pitcher in baseball. And just because he goes to another team doesn't mean he can't win. Even though that team didn't win to the level of the team he was on. He didn't say that he couldn't win in Houston. If you would have said that, I'm right there with you. I'm <laughs> I'm burning the Joker down. Well, he said my ultimate goal <clears throat> is to win. True. And ultimate no goal. That's your highest goal. That's the true. biggest goal you have in life is to win. But that's not true. His ultimate goal is to get the most money that he can. And he got it from a team that's committed to winning. Committed. Yeah, but- They're not winners. They're just committed to it. I understand that. I, and I'm okay with that. For him to say, my ultimate goal is is to win, he can say that. He didn't say, this place gives me the best chance to win a championship. He didn't say that. And I feel like that's the the where everybody's torn, everybody's burnt. Like, you had the best team. You he did. And he's he's saying, I want to go somewhere where I can win. Like we talked about on the other podcast. Well, we talked about on bourbon and baseball. The guy did not go to the Royals and say, My ultimate goal is to win. He did not go to a team that could not be one of the last two teams in baseball. He went to a team that on paper has got a chance to win. Yeah, but that's his number one goal is to win. <clears throat> he, he had a, he had a world series parade with the team that he was with. Mm-hmm. The Mets aren't going to win the world series, buddy. You don't know that. I do know it. They're never going to win. <laughs> oh man. Fair enough. To each his own. All right, so this is all we got. If you don't have anything to add, I don't have a whole lot of notes, but we have the, uh, I don't want to call them fans. I don't know if people that listen to the podcast are fans, but some of them are friends of the of the uh, of us on Twitter. They know us on Twitter. And so we have seven, we have seven items to go over. Well, before you get into that, there is something I'd like to, I'd like to throw your way that I just saw recently. All right. So I don't have an, a subscription to The Athletic. I don't, I don't feel that I should have to pay for that. Uh, I understand that there are premium writers there that disagree with me and I'm okay with that. So Ken Rosenthal said on the athletic, here's what I'm hearing. He does it like once a week. Yeah. So he He makes me want to buy it when he says that. (laughs) So he talked about the free agent market currently. He talked about catchers and I was able to, to get around paying for it. You know, guys posted it, whatever. And uh, apparently, the Astros are very much in on Christian Vasquez. What do you think about a return of Christian Vasquez? I read that too, and I'm all for it. What's the? I, I couldn't remember the guy's <clears throat> name from Oakland, so I didn't write it down. Sean Murphy. I th- I was like Sean Casey. It's some Irish. <laughs> it's like let's go have a beer. The guy's got, probably got red hair, but uh, <laughs> it depends. It depends on how long they sign him, because he's pretty good. That the guy from Oakland is good. He still has three years of control left. He could be the heir apparent to uh, to uh, Maldonado, but to have them both back to have two awesome catchers, and I think they could split time a little more. Both be healthy for the playoffs. I'm okay with it. Why not? All right. What's what's too much for you then? What's what's too big of a contract for Christian Vasquez? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what a catcher's contract would be. What do they make about fifteen? I, 
I I imagine, and and there's going to be a lot of guys that want him. Contra- Contreras just signed for five and ninety five, right? So I, I think what's the con- math forty. No, no, that's five and ninety five. Five one. It's, it's, it's less like 20. twenty. It's like twenty and some change. All right. Now Vasquez is a little older, so say they give him three, uh, three years at eighteen million a year. What's that? That's no, no, it's too much. I mean, if he was the starting catcher, you're going to pay a guy that much to sit on the bench almost every game of the year? That's too well, much. No, I think he'd probably DH some. I think they'd probably carry an extra catcher. I, I I don't believe they pay him that much to not play 80% of the time. I think a team that doesn't have a catcher will outbid the Astros. We have a little more on but this. But if he wants to win. <laughs> we have a little bit more on this. Okay. From Fair the... From the listeners' questions. Sounds good. And we'll get to that right after this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're back with these listener questions. Listener, fans, whatever you want to call it. And I, I forgot to mention that I have my pineapple shirt on. Did I say that? Because I kind of got I, – did I say it? Okay, I, I thought I got turned turned around when I said we have an address now. I don't think I said it. Well, if you didn't, you did now. I said it twice. All right. All right, so this is actually number one. It's from Steve, super listener. We could give him a star. Bing! It was on Instagram, but he said it was on Twitter, but – so Maldonado, I didn't see it because it's not on there anymore. If, if He deleted it, but he put how soon they forget. And this is either in response to the Astros going after Contreras or trying to bring Vasquez back. I don't know why, but is that too over the top? That's the question. No, I don't think so. I think he's allowed to feel however he wants to feel. I mean, in the end, the reason that they're looking at bolstering the catching position is because he hit like a buck 79 or something dumb like that. And I understand what his defense is. I'll never shortchange uh, Maldi. I have a total appreciation for him. But in a league where you need to have all the sticks you can to put up runs, and when we talked about the rules and how they're changing to potentially – increase run uh, production you can't be upset when you're not able to produce on both sides of the of the plate so to speak you know what I mean unbelievable defensive guy unbelievable with the pitchers cannot be stated enough but a liability with the bat so he does have the right to say what he wants and now that I'm thinking about 
getting Vasquez, I would really like to have him. Because what if Maldi gets hurt and we're and we're playing with Corey Lee? We're in trouble. We're in trouble. That's all I got to say. So I am all for getting a veteran guy that we will be okay with. And that's why I kind of I'm interested in the guy from Oakland. I'm interested in somebody that I'm okay with if Maldi gets hurt. And the one thing I'll say is him and Christian Javier, uh, Vasquez and Javier have a great rapport. And how much does Maldi make? I want to say it's like six or seven million. I don't think it's crazy, but he's also up there in age. I think he's, Jeez. yeah. So that'd be crazy if they pay him 18 million a year and the starters making six or seven. I, I really don't know. I don't have time to look it up. All right. Number two, you're going to look it up or what? I'm going to try, All right. but I'm listening. All right. So number two, this is also from Steve. Will Carlos Correa get over or under a $320 million contract? We spoke about this earlier. The years will be 11 or higher, in my opinion. It's got to be over 11 because that's what these other guys got. And he's going to want what everybody else got, or he's going to want to beat them because he thinks he's the best. Uh, Bogart's got 280. What did the other guy get? 300? Yes. Ray Turner? Yes. So 12 years, 301 million, something like that. 320, man, that's pretty tough. Um, I'm going to say over, slightly over. I, I feel like if he gets 11 years, it has to be over. If he gets 10, I think it'll be really close because I got, I feel like it's going to be over 300. I just don't know if it'll go over 320 unless he gets 11 years like Xander and Trey got. Yeah, he's, he's younger than get, he's... both of them. So I feel like if I'm Scott Boris, I'm negotiating for at least 11. So based on that, I'll say over just because if he's going to get 11, I think it's got to be at least 33 million. And that would put him at 330. I agree with you. So he's going to at least want 11, and he wants more than these other guys. So I say yes, and maybe he'll want 12 years. Who knows? Because the other guys are older, like you said. But we both go over on that. And we both said uh, that Maldi's tweet or Instagram post was not over the top, right? We give him his what's – his, what's he, what does he make? Maldi makes $4 million a year. Jesus. He signed a two-year, $9 million contract. Wow. He is, he is 36 years old. He's grossly underpaid. <laughs> Defensively, he's grossly underpaid. Offensively, he's not. <laughs> Defensively, he's overpaid. All right, so Dan Arnold asked us this. I had to look this up, dude. I had no idea. What is the length of the World Baseball Classic? And that is from March 8th to the 21st. And will it affect framber and cj's arms that's the questions and what i see this is just my guess from seeing the tournament because it, it looks like there's a pull there's four four pulls and in pool play you play the other teams in that pool once right so there's five teams in each because there's 20 total teams so that's four games and if you get out of that so it's the minimum four if you get out of that you have three more games to win because they're not series, I don't believe. So the most games you're going to win is seven. The pitchers, they're both starting pitchers. 
So the most they're they're going to pitch, and their team has to make it to the semifinals and the finals more than likely to pitch twice. I think they'll be fine. I do too. I mean, obviously you worry that somebody gets injured playing in these because it's it's like a it's a real deal game. It's not something that, you know, it's an exhibition. They're playing for country. It's kind of like a baseball Olympics, if you will. And, uh, you know, that's, that's they're They're going full bore. There's a chance that they could get hurt for Amber's 29. I think he's still pretty young. Uh, I want to say CJ's 25. So these guys are really, really young. Good chance. They would have been throwing in some form or fashion anyway. So I don't think it's going to add to, you know, tiring their arm or whatever. Granted, you know, if these guys are pitching in October, that's going to be a lot of baseball from March until October. So we'll see. Like I said, I I don't think it's going to affect them too terribly much unless something crazy happens. Hopefully not. I'm going to interrupt our little list here. I don't think we spoke about this i really don't remember but they had the rule five draft mm-hmm. and like i think four astros minor leaguers got picked and i think they got picked in the minor league right nobody draft. got took from the major league one and Corey jolks who i thought for sure someone was gonna get him 31 homers and like 99 rbis no one got him so the astros appreciate y'all <laughs> yeah, no one got him. And also, <clears throat> I I I was reading a story and it said that uh that uh Luke Berryhill was open to get picked and he didn't get picked either. So anyway, there we go. Let's go back. So Astros Ray from Twitter. I don't know his real name, but it's Ray. Uh he said the City Connect jerseys are part of winning history. Should we continue to use them? I know they have a three-year contract, so we're going to wear them three years or is it two? That I don't know. You're that's that's news to me. That's awesome if it's three years. Yeah. So they signed. We we're gonna have to look it up, but I know I know there's a certain time limit that they agreed to wear them, and I think it's three years. So we're gonna see them for two more years. But Ray, Tom knows this. Love the jersey, hate the blue pants. Me and my <laughs> wife can't stand them. They look they look miserable. I don't like them at all. It's you hard know, to watch the game when they wear them. I don't <laughs> love the jersey. Love it when the fans wearing them. Like the fans walking around the stadium wearing them. Cool. Super cool. What kills me is their record in them. They, they do not perform in those jerseys. You know, it's like, I don't know. I think their, their, their record is like one and seven or something like that. I hope that changes this year. I hope that it's the other way around. Who would have thought that a that a player had so much pull that the team would wear the jerseys he wants them to wear? It was so cool that Framber wanted to wear the blue, and they wore them in the World Series throughout the playoffs. I thought it was awesome. I love the blue jerseys. All right. That is not your question, but Ray thinks a lot. All right, number five, fair foul. This is from Tij. He was one of the winners. He, he won, I think he won a, a dugout mug in the past, I believe. And uh, he said, Fair or foul, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. 
I'm going to say foul because Bruce Willis came out and said Die Hard is a Bruce Willis movie. He did it in a in an award ceremony. Um, I think it's a Christmas movie. It's 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 if you've watched it, if you know Die Hard, then you know it's no less a Christmas movie than anything else that happens during Christmas time. I say fair. There's two movies I watch every year at Christmas. That's White Christmas, which is a musical, but I love it. Have you ever seen it? It's on Bing Netflix. Crosby? Absolutely. Yes. It's One not, of my favorites. It's not Bing, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And Die Hard. Those are the two movies I watch every Christmas. So to me, whether 8 million people vote and, and it loses the vote, for me, <laughs> because I always watch it at Christmas. So it is a Christmas movie, 100%. Without a doubt, I will watch Die Hard. It's not on my list to watch, but I'm with you. (laughs) All right. So, Wes Moreland. Oh, no. Maybe. I don't know. I I only have two names for these last three. So, either Tish came up with two. (laughs) But uh, maybe it was Wes Moreland. I don't know who said the last one. I think this is Wes Moreland. He said the front office is silent and our enemies are getting better. Is the front office going to get some more guys and and build our team? And my answer to that is we are so good, we don't need to to sign these guys that these other teams are signing. We have a third baseman that's going to be around forever. We have a shortstop that's going to be around even longer than that. We have a second baseman that's not going anywhere. We just signed Abreu. We're okay at catcher. That might change in the future. We have Jordan Alvarez, Chaz McCormick, Kyle Tucker. He's at least got three more years left. That's why we don't sign people. <clears throat> we need For an me, outfielder, maybe. I don't know. Outfielder and a catcher. That's it. We don't need a lot of stuff. For me, it's very simple. When you're already at the mountain, at the top of the mountaintop and you're looking down on everybody else, they're <laughs> trying to get to where you are. You're not trying to get to where they are. So part of the thing is that, that they lost, they lost from the one position was a position of strength. And then they added a premium bat in a position of weakness. So if anything, the Astros could do nothing from now until opening day and probably go into the season better than they did when they won the world series. I think so too. I I think they're just as good as they were. I mean, they lost an awesome pitcher in JV like you said, upgrade and offense at first base. So that's what I'm trying to say. They don't need anybody. They know Yuli's contract was up. He's up in age, not hitting like they wanted him to, except in the playoffs. And they got this guy, Jose Abreu, out there, and they went and got him. So they haven't been sitting on their hands, but they're not going to sign Aaron Judge for 11 years and $360 million. They're not going to do that. Because they don't need them. They would take them, but not for that much. All right, number seven. I don't know who this is. Oh, let me see if I can see it. You talk a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I'll, you, I'll ask you the question, and you ramble just a little bit enough for me to look at it. All right. Cheese inside the meat of a hamburger. Fair or foul? That's so interesting. I don't cook to the level of gourmet burger chef guy. I think if I did, I, I'm totally for it. 
I'm a buy the patties already pre-made from the store type guy. So if there's cheese in it, bonus. Would I like go out of my way to like put it in there? Probably not. But uh, I'm definitely not going to turn it down. It sounds amazing. So I think this was Byron. He is a B with the curled book groups. He changes his name once in a while. He's like Sugarland something. Space oh, Cowboy he's the, season. He's, he's got the amazing mustache. Does he? Let's the see. Amazing mustache. Let's see. Oh yeah. Yep. This yep. guy right here. All right. So very watch. top gun. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So those are actually called Juicy Lucy's. <laughs> That's news to me. Yeah. So you get two patties. You put the cheese in the middle of one. You put the other patty on. You you pinch it around, and you cook it. Hmm. Not a fan. Really? Yeah. Did it just not? I'd rather just right? have cheese on the top. Yeah, mine didn't come out right. Maybe I need to go somewhere that knows what they're doing. But I tried to make them. You know, I, I, I what I did one time, I did this. And I, I, I felt so happy about my accomplishment. But I did the same thing, but I got those cheese sticks, right? Like cheddar cheese sticks and hamburger meat. And I shaped them around the cheese so it looked like a big hot dog. There was hamburger. <laughs> and I cooked them and they were amazing. And I put them on a hot dog bun. And then I was like, well, what am I going to put on it? So I ended up, I didn't know what to put on it. You can't put lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise. And you can't put all that stuff on a hot dog. There's Sounds nowhere like to put it. ketchup, mustard, and relish. So I just put mustard on it. And I'm like, well, this was stupid. This wasn't a good idea. They're good, but I, I, mean, I can't. There's, there's not enough room to put toppings on a hot dog bun. But while I was cooking it, I was pretty, I was pretty happy. But that's one, this is one thing that I do. When I showed people at work cooking them on the grill and the cheese inside, I didn't say it was a failure. I just said, look at this. Look how awesome of a grillsman I am. <laughs> hmm, that's all I got, Tom. Well, I think that uh, this has been fun. We got to do it again. We got to see if we can get more. Uh, maybe maybe give a topic next time or something and go at it that way. Uh, definitely appreciate all the people, you know, giving us these 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 points of discussion. We always love, you know, anytime we can get a fair foul from outside the uh, the collective, you know, outside of outside of me and Rob. It's awesome. I love I love I love to I would love to do an entire show over just people asking us questions. And what is today, Sunday? Today is Sunday. Maybe we'll post it and we'll say next Sunday. Let we'll do the whole show about it. I mean, we might have to update you on uh, some signings here and there, but we might. I'm on night shift again, sir. So if we want to do a show together during the <laughs> week, it's gonna have to be at six thirty in the morning. <sighs> I guess I'll go uh, stock up on coffee. <laughs> All right. Do you have any final thoughts? Because you have one minute and thirty seconds. I don't know if you have one. No, I'm good. Uh, like I said the Astros are good where they are. I know we want to sign people like everyone else, but just know that you're already loaded and that that's how I get through the day. You you should be comfortable with your amazing team who is committed to winning just like Justin Verlander. All right, guys for Tom, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time on Astros baseball. Mm -hmm.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.